Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1TN5 for Tuesday, February 22nd. I'm Anthony Grassi. The Big South and OVC have signed a letter of intent to create an association of their football member institutions beginning with the 2023 season. Designed to ensure NCAA championship access, the agreement provides football member institutions a schedule of games against all teams in their multi-sport conference and additional games against schools from the other conference. This new model for FCS football also creates more stability for the multi-sport conferences. Eastern Illinois President and OVC Board of Presidents Chair David Glassman, the world of intercollegiate athletics is changing, and all of the OVC members are looking forward to working with Dr. J. Bradley Creed and the rest of the Big South Presidents to establish a new paradigm for FCS football across our region. In addition, we welcome the participation of other leagues interested in working together for the betterment of intercollegiate athletics. Extra Points Matt Brown sits down with Grand Canyon President Brian Mueller to discuss GCU's student engagement strategy, the future of a reimagined WAC, the university's nonprofit status, the culture of good resource stewardship, plus several other topics that are available only on Connect. Washington Athletic Director Jennifer Cohen joins Playfly's On the Fly podcast to discuss a number of topics, including her path to UW, managing through COVID, and leadership lessons. Cohen cites her former Huskies head football coach, Chris Peterson, as having a major influence on her from a leadership standpoint, noting he was consistent regardless of the moment. Cohen saying, the highs were never too high, the lows were never too low, and once you get into these jobs, you cannot afford to ride the roller coaster. On managing during the pandemic, Cohen explains, I feel like for a lot of us, we've been in continuous crisis management for two years. I mean, because the pandemic was like this relentless situation Every part of the country is different. On the West Coast, it was relentless with the restrictions and other ways we were managing it from a protocol standpoint. So then you have that with all the landscape changes in college athletics. And then you add on top of that, the traditional 911 fires that you're putting out every day because you're dealing with students and people and employees. I would say that every week, there's something that changes my schedule yet a way that I didn't anticipate. I will also say though, I think it's really important to have some built-in routines for your well-being so you can show up every day. As the NIL era chugs along, on threes Eric Prisbel points out that it remains to be seen whether the NCAA can implement an enforcement mechanism that doesn't leave it vulnerable to legal challenges over limiting athlete compensation. And headlining attorney Midwinter adds, I think the NCAA is hoping the report will push Congress to pass an NIL bill sooner than is currently expected. The NCAA would probably like a federal bill to be passed in time for it to apply during the 2022-23 school year. I don't think that's realistic. The Austin decision and the concurring opinions are such a weapon for any party challenging future limits on college athlete compensation. Any new limits will be challenged, so the NCAA knows it needs a limited antitrust immunity to put in any NIL limits. Complicating matters further, Winter explains, is the difficulty in parsing pay-for-play from NIL saying it's easy to structure an NIL deal so it's not pay for play and it's hard to prove that a deal was a recruitment inducement. Where is the line for something being an impermissible inducement? If it was 51% of the reason a player went to school, 100%, 5%, no one knows. The Cincinnati Board of Trustees approved Bearcats head football coach Luke Fickle's extension through the 2028 season. Fickle's annual salary will increase to $5 million and his football staff salary pool will increase to $5.2 million per year. The buyout should Fickle leave begins at $3.5 million in 2023 and decreases by $500,000 each subsequent year 
through July 1st, 2028. Should Cincy part ways with Fickle before January 1st, 2023, the school would owe him $35 million, and that figure would decrease by $5 million each year until January 1st, 2026, when the payout decreases from 20 to 7.5. Kennesaw State head football coach Brian Bohannon has inked a contract extension that could keep him with the Owls through the 2026 season. No terms have been reported. USA Today's Dan Wolken examines Jackson State head football coach Deion Sanders' impact on HBCU athletic departments throughout the country, observing, Sanders may be a one-off whose formula can't be replicated anywhere else, but rarely in the modern era of college sports have these schools been as well-positioned as they are now to capitalize on their appeal and potential. Grambling State AD Travion Scott saying, The good thing that Deion has done is he's come in and he's kicked down some doors. It forces me to lead and other athletics directors in our league and everywhere to up their game. To that end, Grambling head football coach Hugh Jackson asserts, I think we can go as far as our institutions will allow us to go. I want to scale our football facilities and everything we're doing and take it to another level. Why not? The HBCU schools, I know everybody talks about it that way, but I want us to look at ourselves differently, and if we look at ourselves differently, we're going to have to do differently. Further, Jackson explains HBCU head coach jobs are increasingly more appealing to up-and-coming black assistant coaches, particularly given frustrations at being systematically passed over for NFL jobs, as Wilkin puts it. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1TN5 for Tuesday, February 22nd. I'm Anthony Grassi, and be sure to check back in with us bright and early tomorrow morning.